Okay, so we, we skip forward and yeah. arrive in the city. You want to describe what it looks like? Uh, I mean, it's a processing plant. It's a, like, you see buildings, smokestacks coming out. It's got a weird smell to it. It's super industrial. It's obvious no one lives here. Like, anyone who works here commutes here. You see a place to park the ostriches that all the normal workers would take. And it's strangely empty. Um, you see the lights are on, but you don't detect any natural movement. There's a, there's a front door that um, is like a turnstile gate that you just walk through, scan your badge as you go, kind of like a factory worker. Um, where you would think you would see guards based on the previous two towns, you don't see anyone. Mm. It seems a bit fishy. I, I agree with that. Oh wait, that's just this dried fish jerky in my pocket. And I take a big crunch of it. Hey, Devin's back. All right, folks, shall we? Yeah, do our key cards scan into this one? I can't remember. Do we have Do we have access to all of these places? Well, we should let Soren go first because he has all access. All right. I'll uh, go up and scan this key. You uh, you badge your your key card, and as you badge, you push through the turnstile, and it turns with a little bit more resistance than you notice. And where you the badge reader was. It's almost like you just slapped a card onto it, and it there's no registers as if you just hit it on any surface. But the turnstile did move, but just with a little more resistance. But you're through. All right, then uh, I'll go next and use my old key card in through. Okay. You uh, the same thing happens. You you run your key card over it. There's no noise. There's no confirmation. But you push on through. Me next. Me next. <laughs> Can I do like some investigating around this like? area to kind of try to figure out yeah seems up there's no one here yeah go for it roll an investigation maybe that's why they hired it true that i mean judging by the state of the like number of workers here maybe they really do need people uh, i rolled an 18 so you realize based on that push through the turnstile that there's no electricity running this thing like, the reason there's a little bit of resistance is just because it was just, like, pushing through the, the natural magnet that holds it in place. But because there's no electricity, it's not going to, like, resist you. There's no reason to scan your card at this point because someone's cut the electricity and the power to this place, to the entranceway. Hmm. Why'd we go through all the trouble to get these key cards? Because I didn't think it through at that time. <laughs> No, that's fine. But Nana, Nana does like rip off her her key card and like throw it on the ground. Like this is ridiculous. All right, I think uh, those those other two ants say we got to go down uh, to the basement. Let's go find some stairs. Yeah. So you've now made it in the door because the the turnstiles were outside. You made in the door and you see a secretary desk, and behind the secretary desk is a big TV that just is flashing the word Queen Right that bounces on every corner of the wall. With 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 right. guys, we gotta wait. We gotta wait we for it to hit the corners. We gotta wait till it goes right in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no secretary. This is getting increasingly odd. Am I the new secretary? No, no, no. You're still with us. Don't worry. Oh, very good. Good. That's a relief because I cannot read or write. <laughs> Are there any papers on the desk or anything? Yeah. Uh, you look at the welcome desk right there. And it has a map to the building that says tours every Sunday at 6 p.m. It's got a map to the building, and 
there's a sign that uh, shows from the welcome desk that if you go to the left, there is uh, the chemical room and a stairway down to the uh, infusion center. Then on the right is the experimentation room and the, uh, the processing room and then other stairs to the basement. So the left is a short path, right's the long path. Is there a bowl of candy on the desk? There are two butterscotch candies in the bowl. Boobs. Someone has not been doing their job refilling it. Yeah, I grab one as quickly as possible. I grab the other one. You guys enjoy a sweet treat. I don't even take the wrapper off. <laughs> Give me a constitution roll. I will yeet the bowl into the wall. <laughs> Nate, you begin choking. <clears throat> Polywog begins <clears throat> actually choking. Can someone do the Heimlich? Who knows the Heimlich maneuver? I will ye- I will pick up the bowl again and yeet it at his chest. <laughs> Give me a strength roll. Just improvised weapon. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's an 18. <laughs> Does that beat your AC? Yeah. Nice. What's the damage on improvised weapon that shatters into glass? Usually like a D4. There you go. Does it dislodge the butterscotch? That's the question. It does one damage. Take one damage, Nathan. Now give me another constitution saving roll to see if that popped it out. You cough out the tin foil wrapper. And but I got the butter... No, no, I got the butterscotch out. Win my thumb. And inspecting the wrapper, you see on one side it says, How do you build an arc? And if you flip it over, the wrapper says, I know a guy. Uh. Is the end capitalized like Noah guy? Like, yeah. And you think to yourself, I've heard this before. Guys, I think they're messing with us. They know what's going on. I wish I had a Snapple fact on it. <laughs> Human head. Yours, yours also has a, a joke on it, Connor. If you, yeah, I don't want I to read, read it. it. I try to read it, but I can't read. Here, give me that. Let me read it. I look at it and I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it says on one side, what's red and smells like blue paint? I flip it over. Red paint. Great. Good. Yeah. You think that was funny? <laughs> oh, you read it out to me? Yeah, read it out. Uh, this slide says uh, what's red and smells like paint. Blue paint. It smells like blue paint. Blue paint. I, I don't know. Red paint. I don't get it. It's, it, it's, a, it's a way home joke. You get it on the way home. Oh. All right. Well, I'll... I'll think about it again later. Good, good. Good use of your time. I can only think of one thing at a time. So th- earlier I was thinking about <laughs> who to give the artifact to, and now I gotta think about this joke. I'm exhausted. Fine, great, good. Where are we going? Yeah, so to the left is the chemical room, to the right is the testing room. Both have hallways that lead downstairs. Did you say tentacle room? <laughs> testing room. Okay. Experimentation room might be fun to check out. Yeah, I think let's go down. I'm going to draw my shield and just like, listen guys, last time we started poking around, a mop attacked me. Mm-hmm. Like You were high. You were high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were on drugs then though, so I don't know how, hmm. It seems like we should take some more. Guys, you hear another voice telling me things? <laughs> There's a voice telling me I was high. <laughs> <laughs> So which way are you going? To the chemical room or the experimentation room? Go to the experimentation room. All right. Right behind you. I'm going to pop one of those uh, enhancers. <laughs> All right. 
That's why not, you know. I love that because like the whole point is like you guys choose when to use them. Yeah. And like you might get better stats, you might not. Roll a D6. Natural avian enhancement. <laughs> Got a six. Viagra. Viagra! <laughs> is that what that one is? I don't remember. I have to look it up. Six is mischievous, so uh, roll a d4. I wish it was horny, because then it absolutely would have been fly Two. That's two? So you get plus two to charisma and minus two to your wisdom. Okay. Is that to modifiers to or modifiers? The modifier. Okay. So it like makes a decent change. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, you guys work your way down from the welcome desk to the experimentation room. While in there, you see a, uh, it's very clean and clear facility with multiple colored liquids in the room, beakers, test tubes, a door at the end of the the hall, and uh, a glass, uh, (coughs) almost petri dish. Wait, guys, don't go anywhere. Do you hear a voice that just described everything that we're seeing? (laughs) You're not the one on drugs. <laughs> I'm on the wood. I'm always on drugs. <laughs> Roll a D6. <laughs> Not those drugs, other drugs. Is there a candy in that dish over there? I'm gonna go take a look. And I, I walk towards the petri dish. Are you and experimenting it? I just say you're experimenting it. Are you investigating it? Yeah. So the or petri I, dish I, is I, on a pedestal, and above it is what looks like a mechanical arm with a like wide syringe needle dropper for like dropping liquids onto it. Okay. I'm gonna investigate the uh, the beakers of, of the liquids and stuff. You see multiple beakers of liquid. They're red, blue, yellow um, colors of liquid. No labels? Mm. I would like to mix the blue one with the yellow one. You mixed the blue and yellow liquid together in a beaker, and now you have a green liquid in your beaker. Did it did it fizz? Did it bubble? Did it look acidic? It's, uh, it's got a bit of a, a little noxious smell coming from it. Is it similar to the smell? Oh, no, I can't, never mind. <laughs> is, is it similar to the smell that's out, outside of the, uh, the, the, the facility? Yeah. Okay. It's definitely similar. It's not exact because a lot of smells are out there, but you like had probably would have picked up some of that scent. Okay, okay. Now, wait, mind me, sorry, run through the, 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 the colors of the uh, liquids again. Red, blue, and yellow. Red, blue, and yellow. And they just made green. Got it, got it, got it. Now, what's the color of the liquid in the Petri dish? It's an empty Petri dish, and there's like a syringe dropper above it. Yeah, okay, okay. Is, hmm. What's in the syringe? Nothing yet. Oh. Let's, uh, let, let, let's, let, let's mix the, uh, the, the, the red and the blue in, into a separate beaker. Okay. You get a purple liquid that smells pretty foul, kind of uh, burns your nose hairs a little. Okay, like ammonia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say Nate's green smells like urea and yours smells like ammonia. Okay, okay, sure, sure. I want to try to, like, have a small swig of mine. Okay, take 1d4 poison damage. <laughs> you waft it. You never drink it. Exactly. I'm ammonia. Guys, this did not taste good. We should we should not do anything with these. All right, I'm I'm gonna take the the, the red and and the and the the yellow and, and mix them into another beaker. You get an orange colored beaker that has like a 
pretty, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but like you ever smell a really hot pepper and like you can tell before you bite it, it's gonna be too hot for you. Like it's mm. got a high Scoville number in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Not, uh, are there like infinite beakers or like, you know, like, 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 like there's we, like, enough to do a lot of experimentation. Like, that's what this room is for. It's for, okay. uh, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna yeah. go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say, I'm gonna grab one of the empty beakers and just do a suicide of all three. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, you get a really mucky brown color, uh, beaker. I'm guessing it also doesn't smell great. I'm not gonna tell you how it smells. Are you smelling it? <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess I'm wafting, but. <laughs> you can't describe this scent, but you get a little bit of a nosebleed. Ooh, not great. I, I would stick away, uh, steer clear of using all three at once. All right, I'm gonna grab the the, the green one and, and the orange one and, and mix that one. Oh shit. That turns to brown and Gives you yeah, that's all. A, that's all three of them. A little bit of a nosebleed again. Okay, so it's it, it's similar. It's like exactly the same as the one that that yeah. that Devin Yeah, it's did. all stemming from the same three. Okay. Okay. You said that one smells spicy. Maybe that, that might be that one might taste good. The other one was poisonous, right? Mm-hmm. Really, you're not supposed to drink these at all. You're supposed to shoot them up. Nanopulse. <laughs> <laughs> there is a syringe that's above the dropper. <laughs> Or above the petri dish. Hmm. Let's try that one. Uh, yeah, I want to put the orange one in the syringe to the petri dish thing, the yeah. dropper. Yeah. Excellent. So you uh, you drip some of that orange liquid into the petri dish, and looking at it, you see that orange kind of disperse to spread out the entire surface of the petri dish, and it starts to bubble and pop and hiss a little bit, and you start to see like some writhing movement as the orange begins to congeal into a little bit more solidified shape. And you, it's as it takes shape, it becomes a little more lizard-like. It's got some eyes starting to flicker open with bright yellow and black slits and a tail sprouts out. And this creature starts pulling itself out of the Petri dish, taking all the liquid with it. And it gets bigger and forms into a salamander. Roll initiative. Right. We've created life. <laughs> it's alive! We spent so much time thinking about if we could, we didn't think about if we should. Uh, I rolled a natural one. There we go. Low initiative. They rolled a nine. I thought I rolled a one, uh, because just where my dice landed, uh, but it was actually a 10, so I uh, 12. I have 13. 15. Nine. I have nine. Real quick, as this thing is forming and like taking shape, uh, Polywog wants to just kind of splash like what's left of his like beaker at it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just 1d4 damage against it then. Okay, hold on. One. Great. <laughs> That's 15. Great. It has that many health points next. Um, first in initiative order, you have an aggressive salamander looking at you guys. Is Sir Herb or no Nana? Excuse me. Oh, so I get to go before the, the salamander. Um, I'm gonna try to uh, animal handle kind of the salamander. You know, try to get it uh, on our side maybe. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna dig into my my pack and you know get out a, a cookie a cookie ration. Like, hey hey, we don't we don't mean you any harm. I'm 
I'm your mother. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't think it speaks the common tongue. Oh, does it understand food Doesn't though? Speak the queens. Can I try to? Can I try to? Does it reject any advances? Or do you want me to roll anything? Try to use non-verbal hand signals. So it's it's not like salamander that you know as oh. us humans in real life. It's salamander the monster in D and D. What uh? What 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 animal in our world would you compare the size of the salamander to? Uh, let's see. Hold on. A small dog. A horse. Big dog. Human. Where do these human. normally say uh, their size? So you're saying I would know. It looks like this. Oh. So you're saying I would know right off that this thing cannot be uh, yeah. reasoned with in any there, way. You can't see it a little better that way. Yeah. Yeah. It is a large creature. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It mm. grew from infancy, well, from nothing to infancy to adulthood very quickly. Right. Okay. It's almost like hey, these... if we just wait a couple of rounds, it'll die of old age. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, you can try to entice it with a cookie. Um, I don't fucking know what kind of role that would be. Uh, persuasion, I guess? With an, an or okay, animal and handling? The beast-ish type thing? But yeah. Alright, yeah, yeah, roll for it. Uh, yeah. I feel a little bit of an attachment to it just because I, I did just create it. So I don't I don't want to attack it right off. I want to try to subdue it somehow. Let's say the DC, I'm going to put it out there just because I'd rather it be, it's going to be 15. Oh boy. 14? Does that sound fair? I don't sure. have one in mind for persuading this ugly thing. Well, guys, we could take it as a pet, or they never let uh, Tadpole and Eglantine and I have a pet. I got you. I'm gonna do great. Oh, wow! It was a nat 20! It cautiously eats this cookie out of your hand, and it kind of like puts its whole mouth around your wrinkly old hand with the cookie in it. And just kind of, and then sucks your fingers dry as it pulls the cookie out of it into its mouth. It's a very sexual salamander. <laughs> it's a sh sexual mander. <laughs> I think um, it's fresh. One. Yeah. Don't hurt it. And it it's Sir Herbeck next. Uh, I'm going to ready an attack okay in case anything happens probably one Whoa. did what it say like mean anything did it was it speaking a language it was speaking uh, a language it, the language it speaks is ignan okay Wondering which means nothing to internal. me um i'm going to try to approach it I've got my shield up still, but I don't have a weapon in my other hand, um, and I'm going to try to pet it, like like just just softly, you know, touch touch its head. Um, can, can I make an animal handling check? Yeah. Don't fail me now. Nineteen. It is not happy that you're petting it, but it's not aggressive to you. Like it didn't seem thrilled about the cookie, but it didn't feel like threatened enough to attack it's not thrilled about being touched but it's not ready to attack can't try to find the sweet spot behind the ear you know something <laughs> in, like the back leg go thump thump yeah uh, but let's say you're at disadvantage because if you find the wrong spot it's gonna get angry like here's the thing it's tolerating you guys because it's a, na a naturally evil creature mm -hmm. so like you guys are just happening to be rolling really well that it's not attacking you it's yeah. not gonna be your buddy well I mean we're, 
it doesn't know that we're not naturally evil. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. From an objective perspective, one might say we are evil. We just created life. We've also murdered a lot of people in the recent, you know, couple From of days. my perspective, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I'm just saying, we can befriend this thing, right? Probably not. But yeah, you can try. Yeah, I, think I would say tr- you can try. The, the ability is there. Okay. Now, Adam, does this thing understand the common tongue? No. No, okay. Uh, am I up next? Uh, well, yeah, well, you did your first one. You're petting it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of petting it. Uh, then yeah, Frank, you're up next. All right, Piwok, yep. grab things head down, and I'm gonna cut its head off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take the battle axe <laughs> and take a gigantic swing <laughs> to nice. try and kill this fucking thing. What? With, no, take Susan. it with advantage because Polywog's distracting with pets. Don't hurt Susan. Susan's my friend. We had a Susan in this game. Yeah, we've had multiple Susans. We're just naming all animals Susan. All right, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go for it. Fucking uh, 16. Oh wow, yeah. It hits. Right. Three plus plus one. No, two. So it's three. Oh, two plus gosh. one. It's three. Three damage. It screams out in air. <laughs> and is angry as shit now. And boom. Uh, it is now the salamander's turn, and it's going to lash out at Jimmy with his tail, and at Pollywog with its claws, because you're in front of it. Well, I listen, I bet he did very nicely though. It just got hit in the back of the neck. <laughs> it's pissed. Yeah, it's fair. So I'm gonna. So it's attacking behind it where uh, Frank is with the tail and in front of it where it's looking at the person touching it. Uh, I'm going to yeah, use protection. Go for it. Well, so I'm going to I'm going to attack whenever it's done attacking. Okay. Uh, because I had one readied up, uh, but I also want to use my reaction of protection on Polywog so that uh, uh, the salamander has disadvantage to its attack. Okay, so disadvantage on Polywog's attack. Mm-hmm. All right, let's roll that first. 12. 12 does not hit. All right, that was the disadvantage. Um, and then the one against with the tail against Jimmy. 17? Yeah, it hits. Okay, that does 11 bludgeoning damage plus seven fire damage. And you are grappled. Well, no, Jimmy. His name's Frank. Oh, fuck, Frank. <laughs> so that's, that's 18 damage then. Yeah. All right, then. Great. Gorma's a bitch, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> this thing was not going to be your pet. <laughs> Soren, you are up. Frank is grappled. I still have to do my attack. Oh, yeah, do your attack. I'm so sorry. sorry. Sir Herbeck, beat the shit out of it. Uh, does a 23 hit? Sure as hell does. Uh, it takes 11 damage. Now Soren is up. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get in there with my uh, like talons and just start going to town. Uh, okay. With super monk speed. Uh, so I'll do, uh, I get two attacks as my action, so 
First one's a 19 to hit. Hits. And the second one's a 16. Hits. Right. Uh, first one is 10 damage. The second one is 5. And then I'm going to use a key point to do flurry of blows, so I make another two unarmed uh, strikes. Cool. That one's a natural 20. Excellent. So that one is 14 damage. Is that doubled already? Yeah, that's doubled already. And the second's a 21 to hit, so that is 11 damage. Excellent. Uh, it's getting beat pretty hard. That makes it Nana's turn. All right. So yeah, after I uh, withdraw my hand uh, that it was eating the, the cookie out of, I, I wipe away a single tear and I just say, I'm so sorry, my son. And then I take out both my scimitars and just go to town. I just turn into a, a tornado of, of blades. Uh, Band name called it. And, oh, damn it. Does a nine hit? It does not. All right. Next scimitar is a nat 20. That one uh, is shocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I rolled terrible for my damage. Uh, so it's just six damage. Excellent. With that, um, that's the end of your turn, correct? Yeah. Sir Herbeck, you want to beef this sucker? Sure. Uh, oh, we're going to... The coup de gras. Does a 15 hit? Yes. Uh, it takes 11 damage. It is looking bloody. Does an 11 hit? No, it does not. Well, that's unfortunate. Is this salamander kind of like fiery? Is that what I was picking up from the thing? So that's, that's what bleeding, is it like kind of sizzling? Is the blood like kind of sizzling on its skin? It's spicy blood. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a... Uh... It is fiery. That's why the red and the yellow that made orange to create it uh, had that Scoville unit hotness to it when you smelt it. This is a real spicy meatball. It's a spicy meatball. That's all I got. Excellent. Polywog, it's almost, he's bloody. He's bleak. He's fiery bloody. They don't want to kill my pet. (laughs) Voice inside my head. I do not want to kill my pet. That was the salamander. Mr. Salamander. But I will uh, one-handedly like whip out my quarter staff and just like smack down to try to yeah <laughs> bad bad salamander yeah uh, that's gonna be a sixteen hits all right and that whack on the head does ten damage you wow. whack it and it begins to melt into a lava-ish puddle that then begins to turn to smoke and evaporate. Is there any of the liquid left? No. There's like a containment area around the petri dish area. Almost like they've been planning for things to come out when they do these experiments. That's like a containment cleanup field. But if you hurry, there might be a little bit of the liquid left. If there's a little bit left, I'd like to put it in a vial and then like put it in in my knapsack for the pet that never was. You can do that. How are you going to get in the vial? Um, it's hot. It, like It's a glass beaker. I've got some metal things I can kind of like hand warmer if you're ever in a cold place. Yeah, yeah. you can Boom. feel its natural heat in there. We'll it's a perpetual heated uh, liquid. It's your hot soup. <laughs> Good soup. All right. Well, you guys, you are back in the room. Another... The old petri dish empty gets pulled back into the ground through a mechanism and you hear whirrings of machines 
and then the column comes back up with a fresh petri dish. I don't know if I want to do any more experiments. I didn't like that all that much. Yeah, these did not taste good either. So uh, not not good drinking. Could I inspect the petri dish and syringe to see if it's like clear what is imbuing these creatures with life? Yeah, uh, roll an investigation. Natural 20. Wow. Excellent. Yeah. So you notice it's not so much the petri dish, but the mechanical arm that holds the syringe, you see uh, tubing that it comes into it. So whenever you add a liquid, it adds this clear fluid into it to, so when it squirts out into the petri dish is what it's creating the life. Dino DNA. <laughs> is there any way I could take some of this clear liquid? Not without breaking the machine. Are we are we uh, wanting to use this machine anymore, or do we want to not break stuff yet? Are you asking me the DM? No, I am asking the rest of the party. I think I think one close encounter with a sat fire salamander, you know, is, is enough. I think we should break this. I would like to yeah. take the vials that we put together to make the salamander and like just kind of put them in my pocket. <laughs> you know. For a rainy day. Mm-hmm. This machine kind of seems like a crime or a sin against God, so I don't really... <laughs> I don't think we should let it uh, continue to be operable. I don't even believe in God, I don't think, but... But yeah, we should we should probably destroy it. This is an abomination. Yeah. Yeah, this, is, this, is, this ain't good. Okay, if we're in agreement, I take out my uh, quarterstaff and just, like, I got up. this. I, I got this. I'm doing uh, Hold on. <laughs> and I'm going to try to break it in a way that I can collect some of that uh, clear liquid. Uh, so do you need, like, a check for that? How do you want to break it? I mean... Oh, if you break it, you buy it. You guys are more than welcome to break it. I'm just letting you know I don't have a backup after that. Because I just figured you guys would figure, like, want to figure out the puzzle instead of just breaking things. Okay. Oh. <laughs> cool. We did it! Soren, I don't think we should break it. Listen, it... <laughs> It brought Susan into my life for a brief moment, and that was a good I moment. Tell me, maybe we shouldn't break this yet. We should figure out what this is. All right. I guess we still do need right. to find that part. I but, suppose I'll heed to the advice of my comrades. And uh, what other color should we do? I made Have green. we tried purple? You've only tried orange. We we did smell purple, and purple was very foul. So I think we should try the green instead. Yeah, here, let's make some green and put that back on there. Into the machine? Yeah. He already made what green. What do just the base colors smell we, we made, like? We, we didn't add the green to the Petri dish, though. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would say you've only added the orange to the Petri dish. You've made other colors, you've just done nothing with Green them. means go. So if we want to continue to go, to we should go add the green. Are you doing it? Yeah, because I've heard. I thought in the green. All right, you toss in the green, and the clear fluid from the machine arm mixes with the green and goes into the Petri dish. It starts to boil, and you see mushrooms start to grow out of it. Uh, The mushrooms get bigger, and you hear a voice overhead saying, proper experiment complete, and a robotic arm comes from the wall and grabs this continuously growing Miconda death cap around the waist and pulls it back from the petri dish that was growing on out of the room. And you hear a dee from the door that is at the end of the room as if it was unlocking. 
What made that noise? I knew it's green means go. Oh, you heard it too. Thank goodness. The puzzle is to figure out which experiment they were properly working on to move to the next room. And it was the the green for the Myconda death cap. If you have added the purple, you would have fought a banshee. And if you have added brown, you have fought a zorn. Is the mushroom out of the room now? Yep. So, like, there's, like, a pedestal where the petri dish was. And the mushroom, the, the death cap started growing on there. And a robotic arm came out from the side of the wall, grabbed it, and pulled yeah. it through the arm hole. I would have liked to have tried that mushroom, but oh well. Well. Maybe we can in the next room. Oh, the next just... room just opened up. I want to rush into the next room. <clears throat> you rush into the next room, and you see a room full of glass cages filled with different variations of the Myconda death cap. Some in different shapes, some with weird humanistic appendages growing out, some with different colors, uh, as if it's a giant room with so many different versions of the Myconda death cap that has been experimented on to see how they change and interact with Apifax, the drug that has been using to control people, as if they're trying to see other usages for it. And that's why they've been having that previous room to grow a creature, to experiment on, move on, so they don't have to keep going catching things. Mm -hmm. I want to test the strength of one of the glass cages. Do it. Strength? Or, yeah, I want to tap yeah, on it with my, uh, with my rolling, rolling pin. pin. <laughs> Just a good old-fashioned strength check. Yeah, I would say it sounds like you're attacking it. You can make an attack roll. Oh, an attack roll, okay. I mean, well, are you attacking it or are you tapping it? Um, I would probably just attack it, actually. I'm not gonna be, uh, I'm not gonna be gentle about it. Uh, it's a 19. It, it breaks. You, uh, bash a hole into it, and there's, uh, there's some death caps in there. Be free! They're mushrooms. <laughs> this island really likes mushrooms. Like, first I went to milk cap because I was like, milk? But turns out that's a mushroom reference, so... They kind of just sit there in pain from their weird deformities and don't really have motivation to move. They're just kind of... Gross. Pulsating. <laughs> there are plenty of rooms. Uh, you also see a, a, a control panel in this room. Oh. Mm-hmm. Someone else might want to mess with that control panel. I, I, All right, again, I'm gonna I walk read. up and investigate the control panel. Um, before we investigate the control panel, could I look around the room and see if, like, there's another doorway or something that yeah. it might be locked that we need to go through at some point? Yep, so you realize in this room there's the door you came from and the future room that says infusion room, or way to infusion, lower level. Okay. Also, you're noticing this is definitely a room for experiments, and you're notice there's still no employees here currently. There's no scientists mm -hmm. who are normally running these things. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm gonna investigate the control panel. Excellent. Uh, Does anyone know if today's a bank holiday? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 11. 11? You look at the control panel that says start, and that's it. That's all it says on the machine. <laughs> it's just a start on the touchpad. Hey, Frank, are there any pictures on the control panel? Uh, unfortunately, no. It just says start. Oh, so uh, I think we should just start, I guess. You hit start, and you see. notice that the only uh, 
glass cage that uh, doesn't have a mic haunted has the fresh one that was just brought from the old room. The arm that was holding it then comes in and deposits it into the glass cage. That glass cage is then on conveyors that moves it to the center of the room. You then see on the control panels the numbers 1 through 13. Oh boy. And I can, they all, each number has something uh, written on it. Mm-hmm. Each, uh, the first, I'll just read them off and you can Google them if you want. It's the damage types. You have bludgeoning, piercing, slashing, poison, acid, fire, cold, radiant, necrotic, lightning, thunder, force, and psychic. Mm-hmm. So I would guess hmm, all these different buttons would then do this type of thing to this mushroom. Oh. Well, it seems well, reasonable. We well, we do do that a lot. We do put a lot of damage on things that may or may not deserve it, but yeah. then we have a good idea of the best way to damage this mushroom. Hmm. I mean, can mushrooms feel pain? Well, that That's a little bit too existential for me right now. <laughs> that one has a foot growing out of it. So, uh, yeah. Maybe? And it smells terrible. I want everyone to make a constitution saving throw right now. Because that mushroom that had its cage bashed open just released some slumber spores. I got a 20. You're fine. I got a 5. Did anyone get under 13? I got a 5. Okay, people who got under 13, uh, you are now unconscious for the next minute and poisoned. But you're not in battle, so don't worry about that. Cool, cool. You're unconscious for the next minute. I will dream of large women. (laughs) Should we just... Should we just wait? Should we just wait for them to wake up? Nana Soren and Sir Herbeck, what are you three doing? I'm unconscious. I'm gonna, with the side of my lance, uh, smack them each on the butt. Are you attacking them? No. It's like the side of the lance is kind of like, bam! They're trying wake to wake us up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sir Herbeck, how are you doing? I feel like we don't talk. Yeah, you two chat. <laughs> Experiment with the, the exposure panel. Hmm, <laughs> no. What's your favorite type of damage? I'm partial to bludgeoning or slight slashing. Uh, I only do piercing damage, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Alright. Do you want me to read you the damage types again there on the panel? Oh. I like to be a little more hands-on, but I'm going to try this little this little button. Can you tell me which one says bludgeoning? That's button number one. Oh, I was talking to... because I can't read. So oh, you're not me. asking me. Okay. <laughs> uh, Can I even... I do it not have very high intelligence so I don't think I can read <laughs> so everyone who can read is asleep <laughs> I press the first one and I hit them <laughs> I have an 8 in intelligence so yeah you could probably read with an 8 I mean I just said that I can't read because I'm a barbarian and that's you know I'm also very old. that's the sound know. of the timer I set you guys are awake again oh. right I already hit the first button all right, uh, the the mushroom writhes in pain, just like it's getting beaten from an unknown, unseen force. Excuse me, I'm so burpy today. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's beaten from an unknown source, mm. but it's mm-hmm. still alive, and it looks like it's in pain, but it doesn't show any damage doesn't look like it's actually been physically hurt. It just seems like it. the mushroom thinks it's being hurt. Hmm. I don't really know what our goal is going to be with this, because 
Yeah. Is it on... What's number 13? Psychic, right? Yep. Are we going out out in? <laughs> 1, 13, <laughs> 2, 12? I'm just thinking, like, if they were doing experiments, they're probably, like, working through the list. Maybe we have to do the next one that they haven't done yet. So mm. Starting from the bottom might be easiest. That makes rational sense to me. Started from the bottom, now we're here. All right, I, I hit 13. I like your enthusiasm. You hit 13 and cause psychic damage to this mushroom. And you notice all the mushrooms within this room are acting out in pain. They all seem to be experiencing this psychic damage. One of the ones in one of the glass cages, not the one that you are purposely experimenting on, explodes in pain and there's just fungal goop everywhere in this glass containment. But the cage catches But the them. one that's in the main experimentation is all right. Oh, I should have said this for the bludgeoning one. You know, there is one of the rooms already has had an exploded uh, mushroom. So that's why you didn't see a fresh one pop, but because it was already dead from previous experiments by people. Uh, that was in the cage one. And now the cage 13 one just popped. Okay. So there are 13 cages? or There's there 12 more? cages. Um, and the 13th one is in, like, set up for the experimentation right now. Got it. Okay. Okay. All right. Any gamblers? Let's try roll seven. <laughs> I, I may not cook much, but when I do cook, I slice mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. It's, it's like, maybe slicing damage? I also, fi- you cook with fire. Well, right. That's. I mean, you also cook with fire. I do cook with fire. Are you, guys, are you guys thinking what I'm thinking? You guys don't cook with psychic abilities. Couldn't be me. <laughs> Couldn't be me. Are you all thinking what I'm thinking? And I look around. I, I don't think so. I think I think you are. All right. I'm just gonna go for it. Is that all right? Here we go. And I'm gonna try to press all the buttons at once. <laughs> hmm. Is that gonna end? No, that's fine. That's uh, that just speeds along this process. You press all the buttons at once. They all writhe in pain, and twelve of them pop. Well, technically, they all pop. They're all dead. Fuck it. You move on, because how it works is weird. But basically, you were they were experimenting to see if they could create ones that how to make them resistant to thir- certain things. So like each one has one resistance now, and or one weakness now, and the rest they're resistant to. So by hitting them all, every single one is eventually getting the thing they're weak against hit to. The one that you were experimenting on was the one that was weak against poison, so, which is interesting because it's naturally resistant to poison. So they're trying to find a way to negate weaknesses, essentially, by changing it up with their chemical compound. But you hit them all, so you move on because eventually you got it, and the the door in front of you ding dings and opens or unlocks. Does anyone else get a feeling that we are the employees here because so they have no nothing to do? Like <laughs> they, 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 they set they, they set us up. Oh, we're we're doing the work. We're filling in the last section that they need to get this thing done. I would like to be paid for my time and I would I would like it to be a livable wage. I, I agree. I guess fair. I want to corner really off. Maybe we could talk about forming some sort of organization, you know, to make <laughs> sure we get a living wage. <laughs> So the door is unlocked at the end of that room. The door that uh, was labeled 
to lower level infusion chamber. We walk through. Yeah, for sure. We you walk out. through, and you come down to be faced with a giant, not a giant, a big room with tubes and steam coming out and a filthy, multi-eyed green beast with teeth and a gaping maw with tubes attached to each side of it. Uh, I don't know if any of you have ever played Final Fantasy. It's a Marlboro. No. Marlboro? Like the cigarette? Like no, the Marlboro? Like, like, like Marlboro. They're, they're spelt the same almost. You got a picture? Yeah, give me a sec. Also, has no one played you Final Fantasy? You say come down. You say come down. How long has it been and have the drugs worn off? Oh, that looks... Looks like the thing from uh, terrible. Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mainstream Yeah. So you see machines attached to this fucking ugly thing. And you hear... <laughs> Welcome. Been waiting for the five of you. And... There's six of us, actually. There's a voice inside my head that narrates so much. <laughs> he has permanent brain damage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was wondering when you guys would make it down here. Well, we made it down here. You see a yeah, lizard man and a lizard man walk down some steps with an old man following in tow. Who's <laughs> the old man? Hey guys, it's good to see you again. Remember me? It's Bob. There's this fucking Bob. All right, Bob, if that is your real name. Ah, fucking Bob. <laughs> Good luck in your retirement, Bob. Should've killed you when we had a chance. I'm glad you remember, Bob, why this little man came to me and told me all about your endeavors saving him from retirement. He told me about how you killed my guards and that you were off looking for uh, an artifact that you questioned him about. And he said how he didn't know what to do after being set free from you, because all he looked forward to was the day he could retire. Instead, you sent him back to work. To me. Yeah, guys! I'm so happy he's gonna let me live! I mean, like, kudos. We're, we're glad you get to live, too, but, uh... Important to get satisfaction, your, you know, from your, your job, your work, your life. It's good. Thanks for giving me a new purpose, right, Jeff? Right. Jeff then pulls out a large naginata and beheads Bob Farkter. Man, I was about to do that. The, Bob's head rolls off to your feet, much like a cookie-crumbled ant head from the docks. The rest of Bob's body still standing. Jeff lifts a leg and kicks it down the rest of the st stairs and walks down. He goes, now why don't you fellas do the right thing and get the fuck out of my office? Dude, I just shoot an ice knife at him. All right. Guy killed Bob. <laughs> Bob betrayed you guys. Yeah, I was about to throw a dart at Bob, so. I've had two pets in this game. And we had to kill one of them, and the other one just got killed, so. That was your a pet, that's true, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I tried to adopt Bob as a pet in the first episode. Uh, I said no. I said we're not taking an extra mouth of feed. Listen, as a dragonborn, anything that's not dragonborn can be a pet. Mm. 
I see. Yeah, I just don't like this guy's attitude, so I yeah. Enter, yeah. I enter a barbarian rage. What is wrong with starting a business? I came with one idea, bring health potions to all of Eberron to give them what they need to be happy and healthy. And who gives a flying fart if all these people on this island work for me now? I'm going to expand my business and I'll have every damn one of you one of my employees one of these days. I, uh, that's a 25 to hit on that ice knife. Great. I'm just shooting him during this monologue. Just like, <laughs> can you even let me get through my monologue? Wait, we ask him where the artifact is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's pretty big. He's in this monster's heart. We have to kill <laughs> this guy and then kill this monster. That's tough. You got it. <laughs> I thought we weren't leaving. We, we, we have made it to the inner sanctum. We are okay leaving the violence now. All right. Uh, oh, is he looking up at the ice knife hit? Mm. No, it hit. It was a 25. Ice knife. But I'm looking to see if he has resistance to it. Give me one sec. To ice? Well, it's so it, um, it does first piercing, and then he has to make a saving throw against some uh, cold. And I should say I'm casting this at first level. Because I, I could dial this up. But. You just keep track of that for me. Yeah. Well, I get to use an extra d6 of damage for each level I cast it at, so. All right, cool. He takes the hit. All right, boom. So that's going to be four piercing and uh, three ice. Also, is he by chance standing next to the big... Uh, no. <laughs> Good try. You killed Bob. Fuck you. Also, this thing is totally sm spelled like the cigarettes. <laughs> you know what they say, smoking kills. All right, let's roll some initiative. I got a 16. Soren got a 16. Who's up next? All right, uh, Connor got a 14 and I got an 18. I got a 14. I got a four. Got more? You got a four? Who got a better speed, uh, Pollywog or Connor? Uh, I, Isn't that what it goes to? I have a plus two to my dex. I have a plus four to my dex. Jeff got a 12. And the Marlboro gets a 17. <laughs> All right, cool. Are those stink lines coming off of this stinky ass enemy? <laughs> it's the, the tubes. That makes sense. Not as much fun. Yeah, I was just trying to insult the enemy before we, before we kick, it, kick its ass. I've been saving up all my, all my, uh, one, I have a bunch of magical items I haven't told you about too, Adam. <laughs> so, what we got here, you guys. This is the Malboro. These are just the tubes connected to it, and all this is just machinery that's using to infuse the normal health potion through him to put out the new formula health potion that's been controlling everyone. Sound good? Mm -hmm. This is Jeffic and the stairs he came down. These are the stairs you guys came down, and your whole party was at the end of the stairs when it decided to throw a ice dagger at it and start this fight. So, start this fight. After the surprise attack by Polywog is Frank. All right, I'm gonna take my short bow 
and shoot an arrow at. Let me think. My, cro my crossbow and shoot an arrow at uh, Jeff. All right. All right. It's a uh, twenty-three. That hits. Four. All right. Great. Uh, let's see. Next up is the Malboro's turn. The Malboro, facing you guys, uses its bad breath attack. Uh, Malboro, ex uh, ex it opens its mouth big and wide and releases this noxious fume all across the party that is grouped together at the end of the stairs. Make a constitution saving throw, everyone. Bummer. 17. Oh, 20. 17. Below 17 fails. Fuck. <laughs> 21. 14. Was this poison? So, uh, everyone who got under 17, take... What's, what'd was you say? It poison? It's, it's poison damage. Okay. I have uh, advantage against poison. So. Okay. But you're also, if you failed the throw, you're not just taking poison damage. You are poisoned. And you'll take... Uh, 1d8 damage at the start of every turn because you were reeling and retching from its noxious bad breath. So everyone who failed that got that. Start your turn with uh, 1d8. And you can also, after you take your damage, make another constitution saving throw. Also, if you failed your constitution saving throw, take 36 damage. Holy if, shit. And if you succeeded, you take half that. So 18 damage. And you're not poisoned. What type of damage is that? Poison. Okay, so I think we're about to the dwarves only take half of whatever they would normally take. And all dwarves? Well, I mean, our, our, I'm pretty sure our dwarves have that poison resistance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So if you fail to save, you st you're poisoned still, but you get 18 damage. If you succeeded, then you take nine damage. So half of a half. Succeeded on a what? On a con save? Yeah. Which was 17. You had to beat. No, I got 18. Right, guys. We can't fuck around. Get it in this now. Uh, after that, it is Soren's turn. All right, how far away is Jeff? 40 feet. Perfect. I've got enough movement to get there. All right, and I'm going <laughs> to take out my... Actually, you know, I'm just going to go Talons again. Uh, so I'm going to attack him. Uh, the first one's an 18. Hits. All right, so that is eight damage. And I'm going to use a key point to do Stunning Strike. So I need him to make a constitution saving throw. 18. Damn. Okay. Had to beat a 14. Yeah, it was 16 yeah. on the die plus 2. Yeah, okay. Um, so I guess I'll just uh, continue with the attacks. Man, that's a 9 to hit. Does not. And I will use uh, my bonus action uh, to do uh, Second Wind. So I'll regain some health. Did you save your constitution throw earlier? Yeah, I did. Okay. Anyway. Any second wind to regain some health? Yeah. I'm uh, using my fighter ability. Gotcha. So I go up three. Cool. That was a terrible roll. Is that it? Yep, for now. All right. It is now Jeff's turn. And he, looking at you, Soren, who's standing, staring him right in the eye and goes... You couldn't just let capitalism win. Decides to, to use his uh, multi-attack on you. Two attacks are with his Naginata, which that is 
Does an 11 hit? No. Does a 17 hit? It does. Okay, so and then I'll, I have one more attack against you, which is his bite attack. Um, Wait, he's going to bite them? Yeah, he's a lizard. <laughs> oh, true. So I'm going to do the melee attack first and just roll the damage for that first. <laughs> he's a lizard wizard. Nine damage for the me first melee attack. The other one didn't hit. And then let's see. Does a 10 hit? I'm guessing not because it's 11 did. No. All right. And that's the end of Jeff's turn. Good riddance. That would make it. Uh, Nana, your turn. Sweet. Uh, I'm going to run over to them tubes and I'm going to start slicing them if I can. Okay. Uh, which tubes? The ones over here or the ones over there? Uh, probably the closest ones because I only have 35 feet of movement. Sweet. Uh, is that just an attack roll? Beautiful. Uh, that's a, and I have two attacks, so I'm just going to, well, I guess, yeah, 19 for the first slice and I'll roll damage. And that does eight damage. So how many, how many tubes am I slicing with that? Uh, it, you're, you're slicing the number of tubes that you hit, like your damage. Oh, cool. So it's eight. Eight damage. Yeah. Exactly. I'm making that math simple. Sweet. Nice. So how many tubes are left on this side? Are they all gone? So it's a huge knot of tubes, like massive. So there's eight gone. There's about 40 left. Jesus. All right. Um, after my first swing and, you know, slicing those tubes open, what's kind of the reaction that I get? From, is there any noticeable, like, is stuff coming out of the tubes? Is, is like... There, there's a red liquid uh, coming out of the tube. It's seeping out of it. All right. Uh, yeah, then I'm just going to keep attacking these. It smells delightful. Oh, that's good. So I'm going to do... Oops, that was the wrong roll. I'm going to do one more slice. Uh... Does a 15 hit the tubes? Probably. Yep. They can't have a super high DC. Breaks them. Yep. And then five more are sliced. And then I'm also going to do a bonus action for second wind and regain some hit points. Because I'm not feeling great. Man, do you remember what I said the infusion process does? If oh. we said yes, would you be able to remind us voice in my head? You know what? Guess what else I'm going to do? I'm going to lick some of this liquid off one of my blades. I'm just going to be like... <laughs> you roll a, uh, a d4. That's a free bonus action to do that. I'm going to say roll a d4. Rolling, rolling, rolling. That's a two. You get two health points back. Oh, sick. It's health potions that's flowing in. Well, th oh, that makes sense. The health potions are getting infused and coming out the other side. Beautiful. All right. By coming out the other side. <laughs> There's tubes on both sides of it. Okay. It's coming out of its butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Pollywog, what's up? Wolves. That's what's up. And I just like kind of point forward and like release the hounds. And <laughs> kind of a, a dark black mist appears and coming charging out of it are eight wolves. Rad. Where are you doing that? Um, so I can do it up to 30 feet away from me. So in between me and Jeff, and they're gonna just charge and surround, uh, and basically just start trying to maul Jeff. How do you do? They are they apparitional? Do they stay in combat? They are fey beasts that um, 
have their own stat block that is the same of actual wolves. This is the other thing I can do as opposed to making it rain cows. Is but, you can summon wolves. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Two things this, to Druid. This is one of my big spells. There's only two right there, and we've seen them both. If you want to roll a Druid, boys and gals, check out the cows and wolves. All right, so I'm going to have all eight of them just try to actively maul. Yeah, there's only two enemies on the map. I think that's probably a good idea. Will you roll a d20 for each of them? Oh, to see. Yeah, for the attack. And I rolled like shit. I've got a one, a two, a three, and a four. Your natural 20 is the one that hits. Well, except for they've got some pluses. Okay. So uh, they have plus four to hit, and then plus five if there's another her ally creature within uh, within in five feet of the enemy. Okay, so he's not within five feet. Uh, Soren is also all eight of oh, these wolves. Yes. So uh, all of these get plus nine. Okay. So yes, yes, yes. That's it. God. Oh, wait, that's a seven. Oh, is that a seven? Yeah. Well, it looks a like seven. a one. All right, boom. So uh, I would like you to make four uh, saving throws, strength saving throws, to avoid being knocked prone. I'm gonna roll all four at once. So we got a 15, and a five, a five, and a six. All right, so yeah, he's now knocked prone uh, until his next turn, and surrounded by wolves. You better give up. And, and since he's prone, all the other melee attacks against him would be at advantage. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of just rolling them all at once. Yeah. And another 8, 29 damage. Uh, and he's just kind of getting mauled by these wolves. Wow. Poor Jeff. Said no one ever. <laughs> oh, screw Jeff. I guess I will move forward. Uh, You're moving forward? Which way are you moving? Towards the Marlboro or towards Jeffk? Uh, I'm going to move towards Jeffk. What's your movement? 30. 30. All right, you're still a ways from him. Also, there are wolves and Soren completely occupying the spaces around him. <laughs> That's fine. That's not safe. But you're still, like I think, like 10 feet short. You might be able to poke your lens through, you know. Yeah. Where is it up? How many? I mean, yeah, how many spaces am I from Jeff? Uh, how do you do diagonals? Because that'd be like five, like ten. Let's say ten. Okay. Well, my lance is ten feet reach, so. Great. There you go. Excellent. Uh, does right. a ten hit? Does a ten hit? No, it does not. Does a 17 hit? A 17 does hit. Cool. Takes nine damage. Y'all are being real mean to my boy, Jeff. Oh, and you did one damage too many. He has 68 health instead of 69. Dang it. Uh, and I'm going to action surge and attack again. Do it. 26 yep. hits. He takes 26 another eight hits, damage. yeah. Uh, and 11 doesn't. 11 doesn't. Uh, so I'm also going to unwavering mark him. Whoa. Oh, wait. He's not prone. All of these rolls should be at advantage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Good call. Well, I'll just re roll the ones that I missed, I guess. 
so 28 hits. Yep. And a 12 does not. Correct. Hell yeah, my wolfy boys. Yeah, no shit. Uh, another 6 damage. Alright. Uh, and then he's marked until my next turn. Uh, oh, I guess it's only if I'm in within 5 feet, so I guess it doesn't matter. He can't really move anywhere, he's fucking surrounded. Yeah. Yeah, come at my wolves. Is that it? Yeah, I can't. The, the mark doesn't do anything, so it doesn't matter. So. Yeah, that's okay. it. Top of the order, we are back to Frank. All right. I am going to move towards the Marlboro. You're a little short. All right, I'm going to shoot a arrow from my crossbow at it. Great. All right, that is an 11. 11 does not hit. All right. Nine attempts. Is any of that uh, potion spraying from the hoses getting getting anywhere near him? If you're choosing to lick it up, I think it's more near where you are, not way out there. What's the PPSI? Potion yeah. per square inch. Light. <laughs> it's more from the tentacles of the the Malboro sucking it in one side and pushing it out the other. Yeah. No. Not so much as in being pushed through. Gotcha. It's being pushed out. The green side, if you break... If you so break the output side, it's going to spray everywhere. So there are intake tubes and out, out? Yeah, the ones you're attacking right now are the intake tubes. Gotcha. Oh, cool. Cool. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. It, think of Just think of the Melbro as a filter mm -hmm. of bad. I think Melbro should have filters. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Oh, is that your turn? My turn. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Pew. Next. Oh. The Malboro is next. It's a big yikes for me, dog. And I gotta roll this thing first. That's a one, so that's not regenerated. Um, the Malboro... Did either of you fail the constitution saving throw, by the way, earlier? Me and, uh... Me? No. We did, I, I did not. Oh. Okay. I just want to make sure you're, you're starting, uh with a d8 poison damage and rolling a re another constitution try to be unpoisoned. Cool. Just want to make sure that happened. Um, how's this work? So, the Malboro, with the, its body takes in a big breath of air and pushes out a yellow, out of its tentacles, uh, a sphere of yellow, nauseous gas. And this area becomes heavily obscured. So all attacks towards the Malboro will become uh, disadvantageous. The cloud lingers in the air. Uh, any creature on their next turn that starts its next turn in that gla that gas will uh, make a con throw, con saving throw. So I'm gonna mark off 20 feet from that. Yeah, how big is that? Well, that looks unpleasant. Does the cloud have any effect on people? It's heavily scared, so all attacks against Melbro will be. Uh, at disadvantage. Also, if you start your turn in there, you have to roll a constitution saving throw to see if you are poisoned. Sick. Double poison. These Marlboros are really poisoning the youth. <laughs> that will make it Sorin's turn. Alright, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and attack Jeff while he's down. Uh, As you guys have been doing this campaign, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so, first one's a 22 to hit. It hits. And the second one is an 18 to hit. Hits. 
Heck yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, 12 damage and 7 damage. I'll use my bonus action to do Flurry of Blows. Get him, Soren! Oh, okay. uh, so that's two more. Uh, so that's a uh, uh, 25 to hit. Yep, that one and also a, hits. Jesus Christ. Monks just keep attacking. And Fine. a 26 to hit. Yep, that one too. two attacks. Uh, so <laughs> another 7 and another 12. Oh so my that's God. 19. Uh, yeah, and then I will go ahead and use my action surge. Thank you, two <laughs> levels of fighter. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and attack him two more times. Mm-hmm. Go learn it. Hey! Get them while he's down. That's a 21 to hit. Uh huh, yep, that one too. And, and a 26 to hit. Yep. I wish you got a critical in there too. So Holy seven, I know. I was really fishing for a crit uh, and a five, so another twelve damage. Another twelve. Mm-hmm. Jeff is falling apart. He's been bludgeoned and beaten by you. He his jaw is dislocated. His chest has been caved in. Fingertips have been ripped off by wolves, which are still standing on him. One wolf is just lapping at its pop, his popped eyeball. And he says, I began in the Amazon, but I still have some fire inside of me. Oh. Second he stage. is still alive. Is that it for your turn? Uh, I think... I think so. I think I would have had to specify if I was going to do any of my other stuff. Hey, if, every, if the whole party's all right with you doing another thing, I'm cool with it. Do it. Let her pull. Go ahead. All right, I'm going to use one of my other features. Uh, so I'll spend another key point and use Hand of Harm. Uh, so he takes four necrotic damage. Ouch. His face actively decaying. He refuses to die. Are you Jeff? And it becomes Jeff's turn, who's just gonna use his one last act of defiance to try to stand up from the prone position. Now there's an interesting debate of does standing up from prone invoke opportunity attack? I'm fine with it. I'm gonna you guys can have an opportunity attack as he's when he stands up. <laughs> Jeff taking his Naginata, still wet with the blood of Bob Farter, uses it, pull himself up, and spit a wad of blood clot into Soren's face. His anime is now. My lead wolf jumps for the jugular, and uh, and I'm just gonna his, kick. It, it's a twenty-five for that one wolf. Uh, and does. I'm just going to kick the sword out to stop him uh, getting support. He's nice. still balancing. He has he's falls to the right little, he picks up his foot, and puts it on top of Bob's wrecked, headless body to keep balance. This wolf does eight damage to him, and I can roll opportunity attacks for the other seven, if you'd like. Eight is all he had left. All right. Tell me what the wolves do. Oh, the wolf just goes straight for the jugular. It, it bites for the neck, just launches itself. Jeff falls over from the weight of the wolf onto Soren, sinks a little and goes <laughs> and then slumps to the ground. 
Jeff Scalos is dead. Well, you got some blood on your shirt there, Soren. Lizard blood. Does, does I mean, it's just a company vest. It's fine. And the company vest, too? <laughs> Why didn't you realize you weren't wearing pants either? Oh, I just have, like, baggy shorts. Kind of, okay. like, burlap almost material. Some burlap kinkos. <laughs> <laughs> it is now Nana's turn. Sweet. Um, yeah, I guess I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing with these, uh, slicing these, these, uh, what's it called? Tubes. The, the, the input-output tubes. Now, Nana wouldn't be thinking any anything of this, but I'm thinking in my own head, if I cut all these tubes that are, like, feeding it, and but the extraction tubes, the output tubes are still going, is that just going to drain this, drain this beast? Let's find out. Does a 16 hit? 16 hits. I would assume. And I'm going to use a whole bunch of attacks as well. Uh, that's nine. Nine tubes okay. there. Uh, does a 12 hit? I don't know what the... Yeah, 12 hits. Yeah, these are just... They're, they're tubes. They're made of metal, but they're tubes. That's 10 more. Um, I'm going to do a frenzy attack for my bonus action. So one more of them. Oops, I rolled damage not to hit. Uh, also, while you're figuring 14. that out. 14? Yeah. 14 hits. Five more tubes. Okay. And then, last but not least, my action surge to try to finish these these off. So I basically look like a human weed whacker just going through these these tubes. Everyone multi-classes into fighter. Yes. Yeah, it's the best. And that is ten more. Uh, and then that after I kind of you know were through all those and the potions are flying everywhere, I, I again like lick lick both oh, my yeah. sword. You could have like a a D10. There's so much red with blood and health potion mixing and congealing on the floor. You might get a little lizard blood in you, but you might get a lot of health potion. The elder blood. So just a straight up D10? Yep. Alright, and that's my turn. Great. Uh, Polywog. Oh, wait, hold on. You failed your poison. You make a constitution saving throw and also take a D8. You started in that noxious cloud. Beautiful. Uh, I got a 22 for my con save. Do you want me to roll the d8 for the damage, or do you want to Yeah, roll? go for it. I trust you. Cool, cool, cool. Also, you're no longer poisoned from your first attack. Sweet. All right, so kind of a lateral move with the, uh... <laughs> yeah, I would say, you're unpoisoned from the, the first, the bad breath thing, but you're poisoned from the stinking cloud. Oh, wait, yeah, do I need to roll another constitution for the new stinking cloud? That's the one I'm having you roll right now. Gotcha. Can I just move out of it? I think you use all your turn stuff. Can you, can you still move? Yeah, yeah, you can always still still move. Yeah, so they go for it. But I guess I started my turn in there. I would have moved out yeah, of the way. Yeah, you started your turn in there. And that that save is a seven. That one does not save. Poisoned. But I would like to retcon that I, you know, before I made all those attack rolls, that I stepped off to the side just a little bit uh, to be able to see what I was hacking at. <laughs> Retconned. And then do I take damage right now? Yeah, sure. You guys are gonna beat the shit out of this thing, so it doesn't really matter. We're gonna see if I can kill one of you, essentially. Challenge accepted. It's probably gonna be me. <laughs> Alright, and that's my turn. Awesome. Uh, I believe after that it is Sir Herbeck. Oh, is it? It's Polywog. I'm so sorry. Thank you. 
I would like to try to look at this creature and see if I can make any sort of identification as if it has like a weak point. Like maybe lightning, maybe fire, maybe ice. Okay, that would be like a nature check. Alright, nature? Mm-hmm. I know good. you're good at nature, you're in druid, but... Good thing I have a negative one to nature. You're a druid! I put a lot of stats into medicine for some reason. Uh, but that's still a 15. Wow. Alright. I guess I didn't even have a chance to set the DC yet. But yeah, sure. Um, he is vulnerable to fire. Boom. I, with one hand, I like wave away and dismiss my wolves. Uh, they fade from existence happily. Um, you know, with the blood soaking enemies. Uh, and I just drop my shield and both hands out. Like if I'm trying to lift something super heavy, I pull my hands up from the ground uh, and a wall of fire, uh, 60 feet long, 20 feet high, um, that I can choose to make like a ring or anything within that dimension um, is basically gonna kind of envelop his general area. Rises up from the ground uh, and exists 20 feet tall. All right. Uh, one foot thick. Um, or I can like wrap it back in on itself. If so, it's not. Okay. Like I can kind of, I got 60 by 60, 21, and I can kind of do with that dimension as I please. Cool. And what does he have to do? He has to make a dexterity saving throw to move out of the way. Now, if he's hooked up to a bunch of things, can he move? No, he can't move until he gets unattached. That was something I had planned. And I was like, yeah, Connor, keep keep breaking off the tubes so he can actually move away from this corner. Well, this will also hit the tubes, so yeah. this might do that. But we are looking at 22 fire damage. Is that after you doubled it? Uh, no, that's pre-doubling, so it's uh, uh, Is that, there's no saving throw? It's a deck saving throw. Which you can't move, and neither can the tubes. Yeah. So, it's 22? Uh, 22 to the tubes, and 44 to the uh, creature, if he's vulnerable to fire. Holy shit. Yeah, no shit. And how long does that last? Uh, until I break concentration. So if you get hit, you could break concentration. Yes. Jesus. Alright, the input tubes are gone. The health potion is just spilling on the floor, and the cutoff valves realize that and are no longer supplying it. So there is no more health potion, which means only the exit tubes exist. Uh, Sir Herbeck, you are up. Cool. Is that garbage still around the critter? Oh yeah, that just stays there. Like I should have actually just had it at the start in general, like it's always there kind of deal. But I didn't say that. It is stinky, they were stink lines. Yeah, this is the smell you noticed outside the building. Stinky um, boy. I guess I will move somewhere within 10 yards. Like... Like there? Is that cool? Uh, up one. Up one? Yep. So that you're within 5 yards, you're up against it. No, 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 no. No, I meant away from where the camera is. Up. This way? There you go. Yeah. Now go back down one. This way? No, 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 the other way. No, no. Now shake it all around. <laughs> uh, that was a bullshit roll. That was a bullshit roll. Okay, cool. Uh, now I'm gonna move back out of the goo. So you you ran in and just missed. And yep. ran out. All right, that makes it Frank's turn. All right, I'm going to uh move towards the 
red potion uh, to get a little bit more health. I'm going to grab one of the tubes and just start stinking from it. <laughs> Alright, that's uh, some concentrated shit, and since all of them are cut off, I don't know, a d12. It goes up every time. You cut off more, and now they're all gone. Alright, great. Six. Okay. You can attack still, right? Yes. Alright, I'm going to then take my battle axe and uh, hack at uh, the Marlboro. Do it. Fifteen. It, it, we're gonna say for sake of time, it hits. It's a big creature. How could you? How could you miss it? You know. Right, right. Because right. it has a really high AC, and I suppose it's got thick skin. All right, and then uh, D8. Five damage. All right. Boom. It is the start of the Marlboro's turn. Since it's now being siphoned out, is oh, it got siphoned out. Twelve damage. I knew it would work. Um. It is also still in my fire. Okay. Fire! I'm gonna say you can at least try to the deck save now, because it has half a, like the one side is gone. For sure, yeah, if it wants to step up and get, step, uh... Well, I mean, it is a large creature, and that's, I mean, is it gonna be able to walk out of that fire? Yeah. Okay. I see room. I'll make it at disadvantage, because it's half connected still. Roll your fire. I shouldn't have rolled the fire the first time. It's when it starts in their turn. Okay, so, so we'll just leave it as is yeah. now. Yeah, but if it stays in fire, then then we'll get it next time around. Gotcha. All right. Well, in that case, it's a five. It regens its bad breath attack and uses that to once again ex- exhume a lot, huge stinky cloud this general direction. Hitting Herbeck, Jimmy, and 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Oh! Thank you for damage, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just missed getting hit by the cloud. Hell yeah. All right, so Frank and uh, Herbeck make a con save. 19. Okay. Comes up to 20. Yeah, take that. <clears throat> 19 also. Okay, so you both saved. So you both take 18 poison damage, which means you're, since you're both dwarves, you take nine, right? Yeah. Cool. Nice. Well done. It's the end of its turn. Um, that makes it Soren's turn. Uh, oh, Frank, you just went. Um, yeah. Is it still like in that cloud and obscured? So yeah, like, it, I, that cloud just exists around it. So I can't really see it super well. It, you're obscured or your attacks will be at disadvantage. All right. Uh, but it's so big. What can I help? Um, okay. Do I know of anyone that is currently poisoned? Is anyone in the party poisoned? I'm having y'all keep track of that, not me. I am. I took right. the damage, but I'm not poisoned because... Yeah, you, you took the hit, but not, yeah, not poisoned. Right, 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 right. I am currently poisoned. Okay. Uh, do I have movement to get over to... What's your uh, movement? If you fly. 40 feet. Oh, yeah, yeah if I fly, it's 55. It. You, let's say you flew, it's 5, 10, 15, 20, 20. Yeah, you make it. You'll be landing in that. Well, you could do it corner-wise, and then you won't be in the cloud. All right, I'm going to use uh, Healing Hand on Nana. Uh, so I use one key point, and you regain 9 health, and you are no longer poisoned. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, that makes it... Nana's turn. Let's go do more stuff. Nope, that's it for me. All right. 
Um, I guess I'm going to move towards the creature to attack it. Uh, but everything's going to be at disadvantage now, right? Yeah. And this is gonna, this is gonna take the, the closest you can get to it, you're in Nate's fire. Oh. Because of how he I drew it. Get, oh, I need to get within five feet. I have 35 feet of movement, so is there anywhere I can get there? You know, you're fine. You're fine. Cool, cool, cool. My first attack was a 12. My second attack is a 15. 15 hits. Beautiful. And then I do five damage on that one. And then I got one more attack. Come on, come on. 15 again. Good. my disadvantage. So we got eight more damage. So uh, 13 damage total with my scimitars. I do a cartwheel through that damn uh, mist fog and um, do some sweet sword work and just slice at this thing's leg. Excellent. For the arteries. Very nice. And I lick my sword again. Even if it is just a lizard blood. Your sword like, has okay. been dried up. It's not receiving health potion anymore. I lick it anyway. <laughs> it still has the outpush output of the green goo. So go and roll a d6. For health? No. You just took the drug. That's what's coming out the other side. The health yeah. drug? Yeah, remember it's the, the out, it's you're getting the output from the thing that's like filtering it to make it poison, infusing it. Six. So now that you've attacked it, you're you're taking the the drug apathats. Six of them. All right, you got, you got mischievous. Now roll a d4. Two. All right, so plus two charisma, minus two wisdom on your modifier. Oh, that's great. Yeah, because now we're just on the the negative side of things with. You're not licking it from the the tubes anymore, where it was clean. You're licking it from the monster, which is icky. There's no health. It's just drugs. Exactly. It's not health anymore. That's fine. I don't use uh I don't use charisma or wisdom to attack. <laughs> this makes no difference. Lateral move. But now I'm high. <laughs> now you're high. You gotta be a little mischievous. Oh. Uh, Polywag, what's up? I don't necessarily want to get closer to it. How how rough is it looking? Not bad. Not bad? Not great, but not bad. I think if it keeps starting its turns and fire, it will be short work. I really don't want to do anything to it, because I don't particularly want to approach it. And I want to keep my concentration, so I don't want to... Do I have, like, a javelin or anything? Everybody's got a javelin. Nope, I literally didn't give myself a javelin. You could have gone and picked up Jeff's... Sword. Just throw it. Is Naginata. You know, I could have. Um, gosh. I don't, don't want to be in that line of fire. Uh, can you just move me 60 feet down um, to try to circle around so we can kind of box him in? How do you have 60 feet of movement? Oh, he dashes. And I'm, I'm just going to try to pin him in so that way he can't, um, can't leave the fire. Actually, you know what? Screw it. We'll, instead of going down, we'll, we'll actually get up in this. Right. And I'm just I'm just walling myself here, shield out, um, but literally just trying to pin him in the flames so that way he can't get out without taking some some opportunity attacks. And I suppose I will um, just uh, in, instead of drawing my uh, quarter staff, my left arm will bl- glow in a green flame blade. Um, just just to be ready. Okay. Sir Herbeck, it is your turn. You are starting your turn in that poison cloud. So give me a D8 poison damage. Um, and then take half because, you know. Reasons. 
I took one whole damage. Wowie zowie. It's your turn. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to move in closer. There you go. Uh, and then we're going to try to stab it. Does a 14 hit? It does not. Does a 13 It also does not. Cool. That's the end. That's what? <laughs> and that's it. All right. Frank, what's up? All right, I'm going to take another drink from the, uh, the, the clean hose. The clean hose valve has been shut off because it realized it wasn't getting pressure from the Malbro oh, right, anymore. Right, 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 right. <laughs> All right, then I'm just going to go and attack it with the uh, battle axe. All right. Ooh, kill. 17? Does yep, it. it hits. All right, great. All right, and then uh, it's a 10. 10 damage. You're getting him. I thought this was going to go a lot harder. You didn't expect eight wolves to appear, did you? No, I certainly didn't. 12? Does 12 hit? 12 does not. All right, great. Then I'm done. All right. It's the Malboro's turn, starting in a wall of fire. It can try to move out of it. I don't have room to move. It can't move back because that's just machine. Mm -hmm. It can't move forward because it's blocked in by people. And it can only move on that arc because it's still connected this way. Yeah. So it can only move in this arc. But it could try to move and then take some opportunity attacks. <laughs> it It's not re- really a creature that is prone to moving a lot as it is. Right. So he's just going to start in that fire just because I think that's playing fair to the creature how it would be. That's fair. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. That creature can go ahead and suck it and take another um, 28 fire damage so 56 jesus now it's looking really rough hell yeah is it taking any damage from the uh, output tubes the output tubes are now gone oh yeah because all the fire damage it, it is now oozing out liquid pus of whatever the hell it is it's icky it oh. smells bad y'all don't like it but now it's get to take its attack, which, cool, gets its bad breath attack back, and it's gonna, uh, it's gonna expand that out on the three of you, uh, uh, Nana, Herbeck, and Polywag. So make a constitution saving throw. I, w- I will. Uh, that's not great. I got a 21. 21 saves. 14. 14 doesn't. I got a niner. Nine doesn't. So, Herbeck, you take 18, half to nine. The other two of you, you both take 36 damage and are now poisoned. So we'll be starting your turn with a D8 of damage. Sick. I got three health left. I'm going to kill someone. Hooray. Roll bad. All right. After that, it is Soren's turn. (laughs) Right. And, uh... Uh, Polywog, you might need to make a concent- uh, a concentration check. What was that? For your fault. Uh, concentration oh, yeah. check for the wall of fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. There's you no need a big one. Going. What do I even have to roll for a concentration I check? It's, I thought if you get hit, you break concentration. It's a con saving throw. Another one. <laughs> Another one. And I think you have to beat half the damage or 10 whichever is lower so you've got to beat uh 28 36 <laughs> wait whichever is lower no whichever is higher okay so oh, half the d- yeah you've got to uh do 10 or half the damage whichever is higher 
Yikes. Oh, but he only took nine damage because of the... No. Nope, I, I took the 36. I only took nine damage. That's right. So you gotta beat an 18. I did not beat an 18. All of Iris is gone. Sorry, guys. Uh, having said that, I will uh, run in. I don't know if there's like space for me like next to him. Like, well, now that there's not a wall of fire, you can uh, pin him in on that side. Yeah, you can pin him in. All right, perfect. And I will start uh, attacking uh, with my talons. Anything that looks like vulnerable. So, uh, oh, and it's disadvantage because of the cloud, right? Yep. Is that twelve hit? Does not. Um, how about a seventeen? Hits. Yeah. That is seven damage. It's looking rough, you guys. And I will use my weak. bonus. Uh, yeah, bonus use all action. the key points. <laughs> uh, twenty-one to hit. Hits. And that's nine damage. Great. What does it look like when you kill it? <laughs> it's not dead yet. I'm not dead yet. I feel better. Nana, take a D8 poison damage starting in the cloud. Uh, fine. Also, you just failed your save, so take two D8. One for starting the cloud, one for being poisoned. Oh, shit. That doesn't seem right. Wait. One's being uh, poisoned, one's bringing in the fumes. They're two separate. Wasn't I cured of being in the fumes, so wouldn't I have to make another con saving? No, you were cured from being poisoned the first time you got hit with it. Oh, Jesus. Who can keep track? Just starting your turn in the cloud is what's causing the D8. Alright. Two more damage. Okay, so I'm not looking great. I'm bloodied. Or maybe a little bit more than that. But I'm going to attack now as hard as I can. And we're still at disadvantage with all these attacks? Yep. God, that sucks. It I don't like be, that. It would be really nice if you could kill it. Yeah, because if you start your turn, you die. Well, unless you roll two ones. Yeah. Uh, no. I do not. Well, I have a frenzied attack, so I'm gonna use that bonus bonus attack and try to get it. Does a 14 hit? Does not. Okay, then yeah, nothing, nothing. I swung three times and missed. Jeez. It's a disadvantage. I know. Screws you. All right, so I have three health left, and I have to beat both being poisoned and being in the cloud. Do I get a roll to try to break um, break the being poisoned? Yeah, if you can beat a con of 17. Do I get to roll that first, or do I roll damage first? Either way, you're gonna do... Alright, well, I'm still poisoned. Don't worry, I've got a key point left. Uh, I took 9 damage, so, um, you know, as, uh, as Polywog goes to try to strike, the poison just gets to his heart, and he, uh, he collapses on the ground. Sad day in history. I'll start rolling death save and throws him a next turn. Not Polywog! So Sir Herbeck, take uh, the 1d8 poison damage, then half it because you're a dwarf, and then do whatever you want to this beast. I took two whole damage. <laughs> Good for you. This is why I didn't want to enter that, that shit show. <laughs> okay, 24 hits. 24 hits. Come on, damage. 9 damage. Oh, you're in the single digits of health. Heal it. And then a piece of the ceiling falls down. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it was broken by structural weakness. <laughs> you don't have any key points for a second attack? No, no key points. Damn. You missed an attack. It's unfortunate. Go ahead. That's it? 
Yeah, I can only hit once. All right, Frank, you start take you're starting in the cloud. Take one d8 poison damage and half it because you're a dwarf. All right, <clears throat> we can do it. They believe in us, even if us is unconscious. All right, half. Uh, no, it's seven, so three and a half damage. So three, three damage. Round out. All right. Uh, I'll go at it with the battle axe. God, that's the god. They can do it. Come on. Everyone pray to the dice gods. Jesus. Come on. It's fucking falling slow. Yeah, it sucks. Not what you want to hear. Uh, that is a fourteen. It does not hit. No. Damn it! Alright, I'll take another swing. Alright, uh, another 14. Another not hit. Okay, Shit. great. My turn is done. Damn it. It's the. It's the Malbro's turn again. Oh, no. Does not recharge its breath attack. So, therefore. Anna, you're directly in front of it. So, he's gonna attack with his multi attack against you. With two tentacles and a bite. Oh, man, I haven't even had a chance to do one of these yet. Alright. Better roll well. Does the first one for 11 hit? Nope. Does it have disadvantage because it's in a cloud? It doesn't even have eyes. Oh. It has blind oh, sight. Gosh. Uh, oh, does a 17 hit? Yes. And let's see. Uh, is, what are you doing? Uh, I'm doing my multi-attack against Nana. Is Nana next to me? Yes. Uh, I am going to make it so that at least one of those has advantage. I use fighting style protection, which if uh, I'm seeing an attack within five me or five feet of me, <clears throat> then uh, I can make a reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. Okay, uh, to make it fair, I'm gonna since it's three attacks and I already rolled the first two, I'll give the last one the disadvantage. Sound fair? Yeah, that's fine. Cool. And that's for the bite, which is five. And oh yeah, they I, five on the dice for both of them. So, that worked. <laughs> All right, so only one tentacle hits you, which is 2d10 plus four. I'm unconscious. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Take I nine don't damage. Number. I'm unconscious. <laughs> Shit. All right, and that's the Mileboro's turn. Uh, Soren, you are up. Take the d8 poison damage. All right. For starting in the cloud. That is eight damage. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Max damage. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just going to share this with you guys. He only has five health left. <laughs> so close. Doesn't mean that we're not going to die. All right. I will go ahead and use my attacks on him. Good. Uh, disadvantage. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so the first one's a 14. <laughs> and the second one is a 10. <laughs> I will use my last key point to do flurry of blows. Come on, everyone. I do believe in fairies. I said I flurry. Uh, so I got a 15. There you go. Now can you roll five damage? I got a seven. And the Marlboro is defeated. Wait, I, what does it look like when you kill him? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna reach in to where I think its heart is, kind of. Yes. Grab and pull. I want I want to roll whether or not you grab or not, because okay. it's a massive creature. All right. Uh, or you just kill it. 
right? Whatever he grabs killed it, but was it the heart? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did I get a kidney? Uh, so what kind of role do you want? Insight where a heart of this thing would be. How about a medicine? Eat the heart. How about an insight? I mean, it's the same for me regardless. All right, then I don't give a shit. Do what you want. Uh, 15. You reach out, and as this Malbro melts away from its own acids and poison, eating its own flesh, you pull out a hardened seed-like heart. That is the Don V artifact. All right, and I'm going to use uh, the last section of my flurry of blows as a hand of healing um, on Nana. The fuck? <laughs> hey, shut uh, up, corpse. I mean, you're both down, so sorry. You're out of combat, so you can do what you want. Yeah, so Nana regains seven hit points and is not dead, and I will attempt to, like, pull her back out of the cloud. The cloud is, disappears right. with the, the beast disappearing and melting away, being eaten alive by its own goodies. All right. You guys want me to tend to that one as well? Here. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Dana. And I'll, I'll go over to Polywog as well. And can I use like a medicine check to stabilize him? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Ooh, that's a 13. Woo, stabilized. Well, did we win? No, everybody died. <laughs> what a wild first day. I, I'm counting down the days till retirement, I tell you what. If they're all gonna be like this. You glance over at Bob Farker's severed head for retirement. On second thought, I think I just, I think I quit. I'm turning <laughs> in my head and I throw it down again. Man, I wonder what will happen to this island now that uh, we've kind of come in and we've collapsed their entire ecosystem and like economy and... We also screwed the health potion economy here. Yeah. I'm sure there won't be any far-reaching effects. <laughs> I think one of us should probably stay behind and, you know, stabilize the region as we... Someone who, who might uh, care for the common man and put together a, uh, a good labor union. I'll rule with an iron fist! Oh, were you not talking about me? No, n n not you, Nana. Frank, this is how we're writing your character out for the next sessions. All right, all right then. I guess I'll do it. <laughs> Let's have a vote. <laughs> Normally I'd vote for myself in this situation, but I think I think you do a good job, Frank. Have a cookie. Thank you. I do believe that Frank would be a great person to lead this island. He'd really take care of the people. Nah, I vote for Nana. I'm just imagining this as like a survivor vote. Yeah. That's that's two votes for Frank, one vote for Nana. Uh Soren, Frank, are you guys uh casting your votes? Myself. Smart. That seems logical. <laughs> Alright, Frank. When we're done doing whatever we're doing with Galifar, you know, we'll I mean we'll send money back. We'll we'll take care of you. Alright. Just make sure to send us free health potions every once in a while. Sure, no problem, no problem. <laughs> You need security? Uh, I think we're okay. <laughs> All right. Does anyone know how to get back to the boat? Hey, it's us again. 
Adam and Nate. We wanted to thank you for listening to this episode of Low Initiative. If you could do us a favor and leave a rating and a comment on your favorite podcasting platform, it would be greatly appreciated. Also, follow us on Facebook. Or send us an email at lowinitiativednd at gmail.com. Just send us character ideas or thoughts and comments, whatever you'd like. And we'll see you next episode.